0: Welcome to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambley, joined by Wesley Wildman, and today in studio we have with us for our very special monthly episode. Chris Woodward. Yes. From One News Now.
1: I now go by president-elect of the Kraken Club.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I voted for you, so, right.
2: <laughs> and I'm here. Yeah. You know, I didn't say anything while I go, but I'm here.
0: I'm, we're very glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to That's be It's good, here. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm always excited to have these episodes. Um hmm just because, one, this is a, a, about as deep into like a deep dive of the news as I get mm. to <laughs> do right. in my own personal life. So I'm always leaving these episodes super informed and very encouraged, for the most part anyway, mm. um, at, at least on the perspective that we tend to leave these episodes with, um, which is kind of, oh, let's go ahead and start there. Like, um whatever you hear in this episode, whatever <laughs> you hear on other news platforms and other media, know that God is in control and uh, we can be we can be uh, content and confident in that so with that perspective Chris Wesley what's going on in the world is it Chris Lee then if that's a okay, case you're going to put us together Wesley Chris either we're, way we're, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well Chris you got you got the paperwork yeah. in yeah. front of you
1: yeah this is just a, a small stack here. Uh, a bonsai tree, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the big story really right now with our, our country uh, is the election yeah. results. Um, Joe Biden claims that he won and his supporters... Uh, claim that Joe Biden won. the media claim, Right, and the media, right, and the media <laughs> as well. Uh, no, Which no is part of the whatever. Constitution. No,
2: oh wait, no, it's not. Right, <laughs> the
1: Democratic super PAC known as the mainstream media sure. says Joe Biden won. Uh, now, President Trump maintains that there was voter fraud. His attorneys have claimed in recent days and continue to say uh, that some voter fraud occurred. They they have sworn affidavits and testimony from people saying, I saw this and sure. I heard this and, and things of that nature. So those stories continue to uh, play out in the news, Uh, We actually have a section on our website, onenewsnow.com. It's called The Battle for Election Integrity. Look at the top uh, side of the homepage there at onenewsnow.com. And we're compiling a lot of these stories in kind of a one-stop shop article, if you will, where you can see various uh, things like this and click on links and go back and uh, read all of this. Uh, But certainly a very... Uh, troubling time. Joe Biden has talked about how we're heading into a dark winter with the coronavirus. We're we're in a cloudy situation right now with our election. Uh, We're less than two months from Inauguration Day. We don't necessarily know who that is uh, that's going to be taking the oath of office. And uh, I would ask that everybody just be in prayer for the truth to come out. Uh, Let us know without a shadow of a doubt what happened. Um, and what we should do as believers going forward to serve uh, not only uh, our country, but also Almighty God.
2: Amen. Yeah. So that's the, obviously that's the main headline Mm -hmm. there is the election. Now, what would be the uh, possible scenarios? Give us a couple of what what the outcome could be. You know, if if things go one way or the other.
1: Right. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, different scenarios uh, that have been shared on news platforms uh, and the Constitution to even spell some things out. Right now, uh, President Trump could take the oath of office again for another four years. It might be Joe Biden if there is some sort of dispute over uh, the election results and the certification process that's currently playing out in a number of states. Uh, a number of lawmakers or legislatures really are going to weigh in there. Uh, it could go to the U.S. House of Representatives. Um, there's all kinds of what ifs, um, right really. And uh, that's why I'm saying we're kind of in a cloudy situation uh, as far as who uh, gets to pick uh, the president. Um, it could be in a, a situation beyond just the American people in the Electoral College if it gets to a point where the House... Um, hypothetically has to right. pick a, a presidency. Wow. You know, it was a couple of months ago where there was a lot of things up in the air and people were saying that Nancy Pelosi, or the House Speaker, uh, would be the uh, president in the event of an election dispute. Who knows? I mean, we're uh, two months is, uh, is a lifetime away in this news cycle. <laughs> two months in this news cycle, two months ago, feels like a year yeah um so you know uh once we get to uh january we'll have a better idea of uh what things are shaping out joe biden is uh you know picking people for his uh, hypothetical cabinets for a biden harris administration president trump uh says it's you know business as usual for me so he's still running the country which <laughs> any president would sure, do yeah. in any non-election dispute uh, you know, we're still going to have Donald Trump and uh, Mike Pence running the country uh, until at least January 20th, but possibly beyond that, if they can uh, persuade courts, uh, state or federal, to see their side and, and, and rule in, f- in their favor of uh, various voter fraud claims.
2: So the voter fraud for the opposing team, they're going to say that they were they were a human error, okay. Is that mm. that's what they're saying, and and that's and they have a fair point. You right. Know, somebody pushes the wrong button, so to speak. Yeah. So that could that could happen. Um, so what's the difference between the two? And. Why why, are, why is President Trump and his administration calling it fraudulent?
1: Yeah, they have uh, taken serious issue with various claims in a number of states where supposedly in the middle of the night, two, three, four o'clock in the morning, yeah. uh, you had all these votes show up for Joe Biden. A lot of people went to bed on election night uh not really knowing maybe they had an idea they, they thought it was a close race um president trump for example was leading pretty well uh in pennsylvania wisconsin michigan and then two three four o'clock in the morning supposedly tens of thousands if not hundreds After of thousands of votes volume, right show up for biden and we've uh, we've heard from various uh, people say we've got witness testimony um saying that we saw these uh you know boxes of votes come in uh Sidney powell one of the attorneys in recent days had talked about how um, there was a, you know, the Dominion voting machine sure. software was rigged in a way to where it would uh, be in favor of Biden. But the uh, algorithm was so messed up based on all the results, that's when they supposedly brought in boxes of votes um, that were all in favor of Joe Biden and you know you kind of think well how do they know these were fraudulent ballots mm-hmm. one of the things that she pointed to is reason for that was these were uh, on very pristine paper and it was perfectly circled ovals all in favor of joe biden uh, there were some ballots that came in though apparently the only thing people voted on was the presidency.
2: Yeah. And, you know, that's not an abnormal thing. Yeah, well, not on a small scale. Right. But when you start getting up into the tens of thousands, then it becomes what they call voter irregularity. And you go, this Mm -hmm. just doesn't add up. Now, you can't necessarily prove it early on, but you go, this is, something's odd here. Something's not right. Right. And then at least it comes to mind, at least two counties, one in Michigan and one in Georgia, Mm -hmm. both have found um, what they call human error. Now, they didn't find this without being forced to recount, head count, you know, do a recount, but they found that, um, that what was it, either a, a, they just didn't count them, is that right? In Georgia, they, yeah. just, Georgia, they just didn't They've count
1: them. Yeah, there have been two, three, four counties in uh, the state of Georgia where they found a bunch of uncounted votes.
2: Which, uh, which I point, the only reason I point mm-hmm. that out is one, so it is a good thing to go back and count in this case, and right. number two, uh, it played out that about eighty percent of them were Trump votes, mm-hmm. and they just weren't counted. So it matters. So while 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 whatever happens happens at the end of all this, mm-hmm. uh, we need to be quick not to call Trump a sore loser because sure. he's not right. wanting all the votes to right. be counted right. when they weren't counted. Yeah, in some pl- in some cases.
1: Right, and, <laughs> and as one of the uh, the older millennials of the group here um, that remembers the twenty twenty or the two thousand election between yeah. Bush and Gore, sure. uh, that went into the courts. Uh, and it was almost Christmas before the Supreme Court right, issued right. a ruling in that case uh, that decided that election. I mean, we went well past Thanksgiving. Uh, we we <laughs> literally were to the point where we were about to open Christmas presents, sure. and uh, the, Supreme, the Supreme Court finally ruled on right. that. Uh, this is a, a different animal, far worse, I think, really. It is very important, and we've heard people say this, it's very important for us to figure out what happened and how it was done, if anything illegal was done, because if somebody did something uh, illegally to favor a candidate, uh, that means the other side could learn from that and try to do it next time around when another big election comes up. The midterm elections are not that far away. And so we need to figure out, for the integrity of our elections, like I said, the battle for election integrity is our uh, election section of onenewsnow.com. So we need to figure out what happened how it was done, if anything improper was done, so that way we can prevent it the next time around and make sure your vote is actually legal and it counts and goes the way it should.
2: And the by far, in my opinion, this is Wesley speaking and yeah. Jordan, you're kinda <laughs> quiet, you hop in when you want to. I, I'm having fun. But the the worst thing by far is the mass mail out voting that out of all this, mm-hmm. because that is one that you can you can to and I'll just say it in my opinion, you can never prove that. Right. Mm-hmm. That right. somebody else voted on your behalf. Yeah. That is by far the worst thing that could have happened. And of course, with all the dead bodies in Walmart that people walking over from COVID, mm-hmm. you know, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. I know. It's not uh, yeah. that bad, okay? Yeah. Uh, because of COVID, the uh, they the other, you know, the Democrats and the progressives, they use yeah. that as an excuse mm-hmm. to mass mail out. And so, in yeah. my opinion, that was a terrible, terrible, perfect storm for them. Great, great strategy on their part, but, yeah, it was you got a lot of um right people voting on behalf of other people Mm -hmm. and dead people too
0: yeah (laughs) it seems that i mean definitely we don't have the infrastructure to support that kind of voting Mm -hmm. at least at least not in that amount
2: yeah Yeah, there's a lot of things especially that soon it would take a lot of process to be able to verify things there there needs to be a process in which we verify which also was odd too because we already do uh, you can vote early. Yeah. Early. I mean, you know, there's all types of reasons why people vote. Uh, I i voted before early because <laughs> yeah, I was did. traveling out mm-hmm. of town and I wasn't going to be here, so yeah, voted early.
1: I think we need to go back to uh, the system that we had. I know it's painful. I know some people are going to go, whatever, dude. We're never going that. I think I'm again. about to
2: agree with you. But
1: uh, <laughs> I think we need to go back to. Um, I think we need to go back to the old school method. It worked well for a long time. There were problems, but not nearly as bad as this. We just need to go back to in-person voting on election day and show some ID. Yeah, uh, and I, I know it's I know it's painful. Can
2: I, I'm gonna make it. Well, you, if they're thinking you're painful, <laughs> I'm gonna make it worse. <laughs> I think you should they, they should visibly mm-hmm. count uh, every vote and have a witness of each from each party. Yeah. Well, that way you've got just a like paper they did copies. for the recount. they, yeah. they, they spent all this time recounting mm-hmm. with a Republican and a Democrat. Yeah, and a, a witness. The yeah. just do the <laughs> recount from the beginning. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the way that we did it for say, decades. Actually, yeah. you <laughs> know, that is the way we did because it for decades. Because if you have a person from each party mm-hmm. and they're and they're witnessing it, and then you have one person counting, that's three people um and now i know i know millions of votes i could take a lot of days weeks maybe even a month Mm -hmm. but we just we got a month though yeah we got a month yeah (laughs) what i I just think that that's the most because Mm -hmm. uh even if it's human error or the theories Mm -hmm. of what people are saying about dominion are true either case I, the confidence is still going to be struggling to be there if we're sticking a, a paper in a machine. Yeah. We've all had technology yeah. mess up on us before, <laughs> yeah. and it's mm-hmm. frustrating, and when, we'll wait and see. Yeah. We need
1: uh, we need to figure it out and, and to do something that works better uh, for the coming years because... Um, there is coming a day and I'm not a prophet or anything <laughs> like it, it, we've already seen this Seattle uh, one of the counties in Washington State tried this uh, a few weeks ago with uh, just a a non-important election. Uh, it was for a very small office nothing like that but it was it was a vote by smartphone election mm-hmm. in which people mm. in a Washington State County could vote by smartphone and you think well that's great now I don't have to I don't have to go there yeah. I don't have to be around people and share germs and all this other stuff but if we're going to have issues and questions and concerns with uh, voting machines. N- what's to stop something with a smartphone yeah. from being, uh, you know, rigged? <laughs> misused, and what, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, or you might it might be like an American Idol type election where you call in your vote. I yeah. mean, <laughs> like it's going to happen at some point, <laughs> yeah, sure. and somebody's going to say it's because um, we don't want to get people out and we want to curb emissions or sure. we want to do this and that and one thing or the other. Um, wh- one of the things that really puzzled me with the it's it's not safe to be out and vote in public uh, argument was I saw a lot of people that were concerned about COVID and they were concerned about voting in person tweeting or putting on Facebook that they were still going to go to the polling place and hand deliver their ballot to make sure that it was received and it would be counted. Okay if you're going to go that if you're going to go to that extreme what's the, why not just vote in person yeah why do you uh, you know it's not safe to go vote in person but I'm still going to go to the polling in place person. and deliver my ballot <laughs> yeah it yeah. just you know there's a lot yeah. of weird arguments too um I'm not necessarily scared as you might have already gleaned <laughs> uh, of uh you know being around other people and, and and whatnot um so maybe I'm kind of coming at it from a, a bias or right. or whatnot but there was just a lot of arguments that were bizarre about the we can't vote in public because X, XYZ, uh, yeah. that we right. saw.
2: Yeah, help us reset.
0: Well, I was about to move on uh, to there. I saw this uh, trending on Twitter um, yesterday, I think, and it was the approval for f- transition mm-hmm. uh, that was given to the Biden team to move ahead. Yes. What does what? How should wh- how should that affect what we think about the future of this election?
1: Well, it's going to give us an idea of uh who biden thinks is best suited for a number of positions Mm -hmm, all of which uh impact everybody listening um you know just to back up a little bit here the approval for transition uh involves uh, an office called the general services administration and basically they free up some money and they allow the biden campaign to contact people that are currently working for the federal government uh determine whether or not they want to stick around maybe he's got right. some money to hire staffers and things of that nature that's all of your money listening uh, mm. you know, <laughs> <laughs> mm. so so that's that's yeah. our money that uh, Biden uh, is spending to be able to hire people and, and, and He might not even be president. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to see... uh, The reason that's a big story is because we've had the election being in dispute for a long time now, and the Trump administration has been holding out saying, we're not ready to concede. They still have not. uh, But now you have a a branch of the federal government saying, okay, we're going to let you contact folks and whatnot. Um, We've seen a number of uh, people picked by Joe Biden to do this or that. For example, uh, he thinks... uh, Former Secretary of State and Massachusetts Senator John Kerry should be a climate envoy. Basically, um, the Biden administration or a Biden administration is going to bring us back to uh, climate change is real. It's bad and it's going to get worse unless we all do this and that. Um, So we can expect John Kerry and others to push for that kind of thing. Uh, He wants a lady... um, named Janet Yellen that used to run the Fed to be the Treasury Secretary. Uh, There's been a number of other uh, people have floated out there. Pete Buttigieg, uh, former South Bend, Indiana mayor uh, and presidential candidate might run something or be in charge of something at the Department of Defense. Even John Kasich uh, might be uh, something in a Biden cabinet if we get to that point.
2: Well, he made he made a now I don't know how well they stick with their promises of who they want to be in position after they get elected, but Mm -hmm. he did make a promise about Beto O'Rourke being in charge of at least I don't know if there's a specific position for gun control, but. He wants him to lead the charge.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Biden is concerned about guns. He has used mm. the assault weapons term, which is thrown around there very loosely and broadly uh, yeah. about guns. Uh, yeah, the Biden administration will
2: not be shoot uh, in 100% a leg. pro-gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the shoot him in the leg. <laughs> yeah, he's um, got some terrible gas right, um, on, on the Second Amendment. I
1: think he's even uh, he he's made even some compelling. statements on his website where he's in favor of a buyback. Yeah, uh, sure. But Australia n- you know, A number of groups are which concerned is em- about by that. By the way,
2: that's a mandatory buyback. Right. That's, that's not a buyback. You, right. It sounds good when they say buyback. It's amended yeah, for buyback. Yeah, good luck fighting that. Yeah,
1: exactly. uh, but <laughs> I've talked to a lot of gun groups uh, out there, and they're saying, you know, the problem with a buyback is sometimes you don't get back what you paid for that gun. Yeah. So you might lose money, plus lose your weapon, and potentially lose in court uh, on any kind of uh, Second Amendment argument. I mean, we're going to be... Um, we're going to be uh, it's going to be busy next year mm-hmm. um certainly assuming that uh, assuming joe biden is the president at some point he's going to try to just upturn the apple cart and replace all the apples yeah um absolutely. but if trump gets in there again um a lot of people are going to challenge him and take to the streets. So we'll be very busy for sure.
2: So let's continue to play out the assumption that there's a switch in presidency. What are some things that we can be um, appreciative of the Trump administration, not just Trump, but his whole team and those that he's surrounding himself with that we've they've yeah. been able to and that we would agree with they've accomplished yeah, over great the last question. four years?
1: They have done a lot in the way of uh, curbing some of the money that goes to abortion providers. Yeah. Uh, And they have also been very friendly to people of faith. Mm -hmm. Um, They have, you know, President Trump several months ago declared church essential when a number of governors and mayors were trying to shut down virtually everything to fight the Rona. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the president's, you know, hey, this is our one of our first freedoms. Church is essential. Um, And so I think really his legacy, uh, whether it be a four year or an eight year uh, legacy, is going to be. Pro life, uh, pro faith, religious liberty, mm. uh, but also mm. he's going to have a, a lasting impact on the courts uh, because uh, you know his Supreme Court nominees yes. get all the headlines, but he has nominated just dozens of people to federal seats. Uh, hundreds, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and the Senate was uh, played a role in that too, the Republican majority Senate. Um, so we could see you know Trump appointee justices uh, ruling. Against or maybe even for Biden policies in the future. Again, assuming Biden is the president in a couple of
2: months. And back to his uh, f- uh, friendliness mm-hmm. to the to Christians specifically, but those of faith. He also um, and the, I'll, I'll never forget these things. But a handful he, he got he helped release a handful of Christians mm-hmm. that were that were prisoners or being ca- uh, held hostage right. um, across the world. Yeah. Right. And um, uh, in a way that was very compassionate, caring, and mm-hmm. understanding. And it was, uh, was it Brunson? Andrew it Brunson. Andrew Brunson. From the turkey. I remember his mm-hmm. prayer. I was listening to it when yeah. he prayed over President Trump and uh, told him how much he appreciated him. And that he did that half a dozen times yeah. or more. And so uh, that type of action taken. mm mm-hmm. Up front by uh, by a world leader, right, is um, things that us as Christians will never forget,
1: right. Uh, and one other thing too, you know, I know, and I know a lot of people listening may be divided on this issue, that being vaccines. Uh, but we've seen just in recent days a number of uh, pharmaceutical groups uh, come out touting. Uh, what seems like real progress with vaccines for coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, You've got Pfizer, you've got Moderna, AstraZeneca. uh, Those are all big names in the pharmaceutical world, all of which are claiming, uh, you know, big success, uh, effectiveness with uh, various vaccines for the coronavirus. And that's really something uh, the Trump administration uh, worked hard for and and pushed for. Uh, We went from, we know nothing about this and Mm -hmm. kind of a discombobulated, uh response uh from all areas uh to uh to really getting things under the con- under control one of the things people really never focus on we do uh but we're only one news uh right. network um you know there's a lot of people that have come down with the coronavirus uh a- and recovered mm-hmm. yeah. um there's a lot of people that um, have uh, not you know there are people that have died sure uh, and there are news reports that maybe not everybody that died from coronavirus actually had it uh but we i think all know a lot of people that have uh, had a real tough time with it sure but that's not to say that there aren't a lot of people out there that uh, got it and overcame it and maybe they're going to be part of a, a broader effort to do some antibodies and right. uh, and and also too there's a number of therapeutics out there
2: sure uh for Absolutely. people that
1: mm, are reluctant to get vaccines but might want to get some medicine uh just a uh, feel better maybe fight off the symptoms yeah. and things like that and then that, that is a, a credit to uh the trump administration uh liberals might roll their eyes at that but uh i mean we went a long way in a in a very short time sure. six months ago people were freaking out and now and it's like Meh,
2: you know yeah and under the trump administration just sticking with covid and that, now this is nothing spiritual here but just an act of um uh of getting it done so to speak uh, nobody was without a ventilator and that yeah. was the big fear for yeah. so many so mm-hmm. many weeks the big thing was you know 2 million people are going to die without and not have a ventilator right well several things happened one nobody went without a ventilator two they also found out in some cases some studies would say a ventilator was not the best thing for you either right. depending on the situation mm-hmm. you know that may not be the therapeutics may be a better situation depending on it there they, there's a lot of things to be fair uh, think, speaking about the coronavirus uh, there's a lot of things that we had to learn along the way as we were going right and so yeah. um, you have to just imagine putting yourself in, in that position where you're, you're learning each day about something that's that's uh, mm-hmm. uh, called a novel virus for a reason right so uh, there's a lot that we learned there and I thought overall I think the Trump administration with the ha- with the hand they were dealt yeah. did a pretty good job. Uh, the best they can right and then you reach a point mm-hmm. where we got to go back to life right yeah and uh, yeah. let let whatever's gonna happen run yeah. its course because you can't uh, stay shut up just shut up mm-hmm. shut up <laughs> you can't say locked up forever yeah right and uh, under lockdown forever in your house
1: one thing one positive that I've taken away from this and I'm certainly thankful for it uh, this week is um, you know I Just being able to to remember how important church is, Mm, like Wednesday night church, my church just started back Wednesday nights not too long ago. And man, it is so it's so beneficial just to get away from work, get away from the, you know, that we hear from (laughs) uh, both sides uh, in the news uh, throughout the day. And and just to um, just to hear the word of God preached. Uh, I know some people are still doing Facebook Live, and that's great. You know, churches maybe found the means this year to be able to do a Facebook Live yeah. service. Uh, neighbors have started, you know, checking with people on their road or street saying, hey, I'm going to the store. Do you need anything? They're doing contactless yeah. you know, drop offs of casseroles and Truth. toilet paper and all these things. Um, as terrible as this year has been, mm-hmm. based on the coronavirus and other things, uh, there have been a lot of positives right. out there uh, where people just appreciated one another a little bit more. Mm they didn't take church for granted um you know there have been a lot of positives out there and i think i hope that this uh thanksgiving you know people were more thankful a little more thankful maybe spent a little more time uh on the things that they were thankful for versus man this uh, Yeah,
0: you know. sure yeah
2: let's eat yeah, well, yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's eat. i mean i well, think
0: about the the impact on families too yeah. and i mean i know it's been rough for a lot of people but a lot of people have been together way mm-hmm. more and I just think about how much of an investment that is in our f- in the future of those families but in the future of our country as well yeah
2: yeah I understood the first couple of weeks everybody trying to lock down figure out what's going on new virus uh not knowing what to do but at this point I encourage everybody to uh, re, uh, appreciate church mm-hmm. get back in church uh re, uh re re um you know do the mm-hmm. get back into relationships yeah. right yeah get getting get gatherings get to know people uh, go back to where it was before you left off because that is what is going. it's going to take because if isolation is not going to solve an invisible virus. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely need to get back in and, and yeah. the swing of things with the uh, Sunday school classes and everything else because we can't stay locked up forever. And um, yeah. ultimately what we know now about it is that it's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah. If you are somebody that has um, maybe just kind of, you're still not going to church and and you you still um are scared about things um one thing i would recommend uh we all do take the time it would take to stream one episode of a tv show on netflix or amazon prime or peacock or whatever (laughs) streaming platform you might have um and, and take that time To read the bible yeah or to listen to a sermon a sermon audio is an app out there and i'm sure there are others out there uh but you know listen to a sermon read your bible watch a facebook live service um and and pray that god would speak to you and reach you and help you see what it is you need to take away from that and if you uh feel so led to or need to share it with somebody else yeah um let this not be the only uh ministry um, that you get this week. Right.
2: And check out OneYouNow.com. Yes, <laughs> OneYouNow.com. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Nice Thank you, Chris.
0: Yeah, thanks for being with us uh, for this episode, Chris, and for reminding us about all those things. And again, I want to remind you uh, listeners to always share truth and apply scripture. Amen. And we'll see you next week.